and welcome to UX Shortcast. Every day, I handpick the hottest articles from the last 24 hours to bring you the coolest and most exciting updates. Get ready for a quick yet catchy snapshot of what's new and buzzing in user experience. Ready to get inspired? Let's jump in. Today, on February 26th, I have the pleasure of inviting you to another episode of UX Shortcast. Read a kind envy in Terminology Story, Help Your Product Not to Fall Apart, talks about keeping things simple and clear. She says not every word in a product is special, but some, like viewer or username, are key and should be used consistently. This helps folks figure out how to use stuff without getting frustrated or needing help, which is good for business. It also makes the product easier for new customers to get into, and simple is always better. Plus, using the right words can keep a company out of legal hot water, especially with all the tech and AI stuff these days. If you want to check your own product for this, pretend you're a customer and see if the words make sense. Clear words, happy customers, better business. That's the gist. It's the... In Stay, Play, Save, Best Practices for Gamification in Fintech, Aditya Krishnan talks about how adding game-like features to finance apps can really help businesses. Instead of just slapping on some badges and rewards, Krishnan says you gotta tailor it right to keep users hooked and make it fun. Here's the lowdown. 1. Set up goals and challenges, like how Jupiter gets folks to save more by turning it into a game with prizes and progress bars. 2. Educational content. Use games to teach important money stuff. Google Pay in India does this by making learning about credit scores fun with quizzes. 3. Games and rewards. Cred in India makes paying off credit cards enjoyable by letting users play a free slot machine game to win stuff. 4. Progress bars and goal setting. Apps like Jupiter let you set savings goals and show you how close you are to hitting them, making it clear and motivating. Bottom line, Gamification ain't just about keeping users happy, it's smart business, making boring money tasks more engaging and keeping users coming back. In How to Make Your Resume ATS Compliant by Nobhel, you'll learn how to tweak your resume so it gets past the computer programs, called Applicant Tracking Systems, ATS, that employers use to filter job applications. Here's the lowdown. One, Stick to basic resume formats like .doc or .pdf to avoid tech hiccups. 2. Use common fonts and keep the design simple. No fancy stuff. 3. Sprinkle in keywords from the job ad to show you're a great match. 4. Organize your resume with clear sections so it's easy to read. 5. Write out any short forms fully at least once so the system knows what you're talking about. 6. Keep your resume in a single column to avoid layout issues. Seven. Highlight your wins with solid numbers to show you mean business. And if you can, run your resume through an ATS checker online to make sure it's good to go. Remember, you want to impress both the computer and the person who reads your resume after. Matthias Mari, in his piece, Career in UX, 10 Things I Wish I Knew 10 Years Ago, shares some hard-earned wisdom for anyone diving into the world of user experience design. Here's the lowdown. 1. Get hands-on and create your own design projects to build experience. 2. Don't burn out job hunting. Fine-tune your resume and portfolio based on feedback. 
Three, network like a boss. Your next opportunity could come from someone you just met. Four, learn to communicate with the big shots. It's not just about design skills, but also about selling your ideas. Five, educate yourself. It's not just about doing, but understanding the why behind great design. Six, work smart, not just hard. Focus on what you're good at. Seven, don't try to do it all, specialize to avoid burnout. Eight, have a life outside design. It makes you a more interesting person and professional. Nine, stay curious. Inspiration for great design is everywhere in the real world. Mari's advice? Don't just design, love. And remember, keep your skills sharp, your mind open, and your connection strong. Peter Ramsey from UX Planet recently wrote an eye-opening piece titled How Zoom Uses Dark Patterns to Increase App Downloads. Here's the scoop. When you're invited to a Zoom meeting, the host picks the tool, not you. If you don't have Zoom, clicking the Invita link will start an automatic download of the app. This can be pushy, especially if you're in a rush to join the meeting on time. Zoom setup doesn't really give you a clear option to skip the download, nudging you to install the app to avoid being late. It's a sneaky way to get more people using Zoom, whether they plan to or not. In Empathy, a designer's superpower by Faith Olohire. The big idea is that being able to get into someone else's boots is crucial for folks who design apps and websites. Empathy lets designers figure out what regular people need and want when they're using technology. It's not just about guessing feelings. It's about really listening to users through surveys and chats to make their digital life smoother. So when designers use empathy, they're not just making pretty screens, they're creating experiences that resonate with users' real lives and dreams. Christina Cerave penned the article, My Favorite UX and UI Design Courses, providing a treasure map for folks teaching themselves design. She's a seasoned designer with a knack for online teaching, boasting over 23K students. Christina's top picks include courses that cover smart design patterns, like Vitaly Friedman's course, which helps you make websites feel familiar to users. Andrija Prelex Bundle is a goldmine for UI design, packed with over 45 hours of video content. She also tips her hat to Eric Kennedy's course, which demystifies UI design, making it logical and learnable. For Figma fans, Michael Rittering's Figma Academy turns you into a pro, while Joey Banks offers a beginner-friendly, cohort-based Figma course. Plus, she's got her own courses on sketching, understanding development, and training your designer eye. Lastly, she nods to related courses in social psychology and sketching that can sharpen a designer's edge. In the most challenging lesson I learned as a UI UX designer by Vikalp Kaushik, the big takeaway is that creating stuff that looks good isn't enough. Kaushik thought he was hot stuff in design, making websites and apps that he figured would blow people's minds. But when it came time to show them off, the reaction was just okay, and he lost out on projects. He had to face the music that his designs weren't hitting the mark because they weren't made with the actual users in mind. He was too caught up in being artsy. Once he swallowed that pill, he got down to business, learning from his mistakes. Here's the skinny on what he learned. 1. Testing is key. Don't just make something once. 
Keep tweaking and testing with real users until it sings. Two, never stop learning. Things change fast, so keep up with the new trends and techniques. Three, take your time. Rushing can lead to mistakes and assumptions that'll trip you up later. Kaushik's story is a heads up that to be top-notch, you've got to focus on the people using your stuff and always be ready to learn and improve. Arpit Chandak penned an article titled, What to Buy ChatGPT Pro or Gemini Advanced, where he discusses which 20-a-month AI tool is better for designers and freelancers. He's been using ChatGPT Pro daily for a year and Gemini Advanced for a week. Chandak shares examples of how each AI handles writing simple cold email templates for designers, creating images with their logos, and suggesting improvements for a UI design website's launch page. ChatGPT Pro's responses were more detailed and user-friendly, while Gemini Advanced is making strides but isn't there yet. In the end, although Gemini Advanced has some neat features and works with Google products, ChatGPT Pro is still the top choice for its overall better performance. Chandok encourages folks interested in UI UX to follow him for more insights and check out some free design resources he recommends. Thank you for listening, and I invite you to another dose of knowledge tomorrow.